guess we'll do it again in memory of Michal ben Shilam Halevi and also Ruvain ben Azizl Bas Bazev Halevi? No. Because your father was a lady, but that's. Was a lady, okay. Yeah. Okay, Zisel Bazev. Okay, so we have two yards. Do very briefly over here. Um, in, the, in this week's parsha, it says in today's Chamishi in Shlach, the verse basically says uh, uh, in verse 15, it's an interesting verse. Uh, the verse says that uh, the community should have the same laws. Uh, and when the convert converts, it should have the same laws as the Jewish people had when they became Jewish. At the time when the Jewish people uh, received the Torah, they became like converts. That was, they converted to become part of the Jewish people. So what did the Jewish people do in order to become, what were the three necessary uh, steps in order to become Jewish? And we're talking about the males. They needed first to have circumcision, that's a bris, to make them Jewish. The second thing, they needed to go to the mikveh uh, to make them Jewish, we see. And there was also a third thing, they brought a korban, they brought a sacrifice. So these are the three things. Basically, the verse is telling us that the same thing is true for generations to come. If somebody joins the Jewish community, they basically have to go through these three steps. They have to go through the bris, they have to do the mikvah, and they also need to bring a korban. Now, the issue becomes what happens in nowadays. We don't have the Beit Hamikdash, and we don't have the ability to bring a korban. What is the status? And basically the question, just to uh, sum it up in a, just very briefly, the Rebbe has a whole discussion about this, but the question is, what happens nowadays? Is there something lacking in the conversion that we are missing because we don't have a sacrifice? So that would mean that the conversion is only 80%, 90%, but it's not a full conversion. Add to that piece is also what the Rambam writes, that even though they would not bring a korban today, but when Mashiach will come, basically all the converts will have to bring a sacrifice, because while they converted, they didn't have the opportunity to bring the sacrifice. But when Mashiach will come, the Besamikdash will be rebuilt. So at that point, they're going to have to bring a korban. So that would sort of imply that um, maybe there's something missing in the conversion because they didn't bring a korban. They have to bring it later on. But the Rebbe says not so. Normally, in the time when there was the Beit HaMikdash, when one had the ability to bring a korban, uh, then actually there would be something lacking in the convert if he only did the two things, if he only did the bris and went to the mikveh, but he didn't bring the korban. If he did not bring the korban, he could not eat in the consecrated meat, he could not eat the kochim, there was something still lacking in him. But at the time when we don't have the uh, Beis Mikdash, the convert becomes 100% converted and he becomes 100% Jewish in all aspects, even without bringing the korban. 
because the korban was is not part. It's not like there's three processes to become Jewish. There's only two processes to become Jewish, which is the immersion in the mikvah and the bris. Not bringing a korban prevents you from eating kachim in the time when there is a Beis HaMikdosh, but when there is no Beis HaMikdosh, uh, then it doesn't prevent you. Uh, so say, even at the time that Mashiach will come and build us the Beis HaMikdosh again, uh, the converts will be allowed to eat uh, the meat of the kachim because they are completely 100% Jewish, even without it, because there is no Beis HaMikdosh, there is no possibility that becomes no more an obstacle for them to becoming Jewish because like we, I said before, the Rebbe learns that the Korban is not part of the process of making you Jewish. So, and so that means, hence, if you did not bring the Korban, you're not fully become Jewish. No, there's only two processes that make you Jewish. Not bringing a Korban prevents you from eating Korbanus. Something is an obstacle to something. But when there is no possibility to bring a Korban, there's no obstacle, so it's in immaterial, it doesn't do anything to you, it doesn't take away from your ability to become a full convert. However, the Rambam still writes, while you're 100% Jewish, and while nothing is going to prevent you from eating, stopping to eat you from kachim, from eating sacrifices, yet you are still going to have to bring a korban. Just because as a separate, because there was an obligation not to make you Jewish, you're 100% Jewish before, but that korban will only be necessary because there was an obligation on you to bring a korban. You didn't bring it for whatever reason. And that is also true not only with regards to a convert. We find in the Talmud, in many areas, we find that the Talmud says that a person who uh, accidentally violated a, uh, a mitzvah, which would normally get a korban with it, it would be a rabbi, he would write down in his little, he had a little pinkus, he had a little uh, notebook in which he'd write down. He says that when the Besamikdash will be built, I'll bring a chatos shmena, I'll be a, bring a fat offering. Uh, which, by the way, you can learn from this, I mean, something I think amazing is, I was thinking, so first of all, he really believed with all his heart that Mashiach is going to come, that he'll have the Besamikdash. I mean, otherwise, where is that, that Pincus? Where is that writing? So he was hoping and he trusted. But you know, one of the 13 uh, principles in Chabad, we don't say that, but it's in many Ashkenazi sitters, they say, Ani ma'amin be'muna shleima be'viyas I believe with complete faith in the coming of Mashiach. Ve'afal pi she'yismahameha, even though he delays. I still, he says, Ani ma'amin, I still believe. So notice over here it says animamin bemuno shalema with complete faith. It doesn't just say I believe. I believe complete faith. Complete means without even a shadow of a of a doubt. Complete, one hundred percent. But why do we need to emphasize this? Is because even though he tardies, so it's taking so much so long for him to come. And that's why we have to emphasize still animamin. And I'm saying this because, you know, uh, we know we're coming up on Gimel Tammuz, the third day of Tammuz, which is the 21st yard site of the Rebbe. And we know how the Rebbe toiled and how the Rebbe encouraged people 
to believe in the imminent coming of Mashiach. The Rebbe made it a major emphasis and a major uh, point to spread around the world to strengthen Jews in the belief of Mashiach. Now that's not something that the Rebbe came up with. This is in all of our sages. This is, in the, like I said, one of the 13 principles. But sometimes somebody asks the Chabad, uh, he says, how come you don't say animamin? He says, other people say, but I believe. So in other words, when people are just used to saying it very quickly, it becomes into a road. It's just like another thing that you just say, but you don't pay attention. But the Rebbe brought this into, uh, into our conscious. And, but while we say, we have to add right away the next line. It's 21 years since that day uh, of Gimel Thomas. So he's being delayed. But that doesn't shake and that doesn't take away from our firm and complete belief. The coming of Mashiach, that we will merit with God's help, that we will merit to see with our own eyes. And we really hope it will be quicker than quicker so that we can dance together with all the tzaddikim, with all the righteous people, with all those who passed on, and uh, rejoice together.